0: All of this is possible along with never forgetting or moving on from your baby or child. I'm holding on to hope for you until you are ready to hold it yourself. Welcome to Grevy Moms Podcast. Hey there, welcome to episode number 87 on the Grevy Moms Podcast. Today we're going to talk about being on the exhaustion treadmill, being busy, being in a place where you have to get yourself so tired every single day so that you can fall asleep and hopefully not think about what happened. So before we dive in, as always, I want to thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of this community. And really, I want you to know that I care. I care about your grief. I care about you. I care about your child. And I'm so grateful that I get to play a small role in helping you and supporting you and really just being a place for you to know that you're not alone. If you do like this podcast, I would love if you could share it with someone else who could use it, who could use those tools to help them as well. So what do I mean by the exhaustion treadmill? It's like every day you wake up, immediately get busy, because if you take a moment to think, you will start to go down the rabbit hole of what happened with your child, how you could have prevented it and get very depressed and not be able to move. So all day you exhaust yourself, you put your energy into other people, you run, 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 you keep so busy so that at night, hopefully you can be so exhausted that you can just fall asleep without having to think. And I get it. I really, really do. I've been there there is absolutely no judgment from me. If you realize this is what you're doing, I'm not here to judge you, but, but to just ask, when does it end? Is this kind of behavior, this way of living sustainable? Is this the way that you want to keep living the rest of your life? Where every single day, the goal is to not stop, because if you stop, you start to think or feel something painful, so you keep busy. Keeping busy feels good, right? Because it feels like you are doing something. When the grief, like with grief, there's not much you can quote unquote do. Like you can feel like you're doing something to try to get rid of it. When really with grief, you can't do anything in it. You can't, there's nothing you can change. So keeping busy helps keep your mind off what is going on? What actually is happening in your life? And we get this advice all the time from well-meaning people. Just keep busy so you don't have to think about it. Maybe you should get a job so you can keep busy. I think this is some of the absolutely most damaging advice we can give to grievers and to tell ourselves. I know that there is a period where we can Of course, all of us have our own thing that we might lean on a little more, whether it's exercise or keeping busy or getting really focused on something in a either, quote-unquote, positive or negative coping mechanism that helps you get through that time. And keeping busy is one of them. It feels good because it keeps you from thinking or feeling things that are painful. It's scary to think that if you start to get depressed— That you will never come out of it. That if you start to feel something, you'll be stuck in that forever. Yes, if you don't have the tools and the skills to move through it, it's easy to get stuck. And so that's why I would absolutely encourage you to join me in Stop Talking, Start Feeling. This is my mini course workshop where you can begin to process and work through the things in a slow way. If you're interested in that, you can go to StopTalkingStartFeeling.com to join Or else just make sure that you have a guide who is walking alongside of you, who knows how to help you through this experience of pain and the thoughts that come with grief. So like I said before, is this the way that you want to keep living? Understanding that this is a coping mechanism is hugely important and it might help you loosen some judgment you might have about yourself. First, start with getting curious. Is this how I'm coping with my grief? Is this a way I'm trying to manage all the thoughts and emotions that feel so overwhelming to me? I want you to remember that in order to let go of this coping mechanism, it's so important to build the tools and the skills in another way. Because if you're using it for coping, if you're using it as a way of helping yourself process emotions or not even process them, you're using it as a way to kind of get by every day. You don't want to just throw it out and say, well, keeping busy is bad or I shouldn't be keeping busy. I should do something else and not have something else there to support you. It's really, it's really important to have that foundation of something else that you can kind of step on so that you can handle and process the emotions and thoughts that right this moment feel so scary. You do not need to do everything at once, and you don't need to try, drink from a fire hose, make little changes, and slowly you can begin to shift from keeping busy and running yourself ragged every day to having skills and tools to process what's going on inside. What would your life look like if you didn't need to run from yourself, if you didn't need to run yourself into exhaustion every day? What would your relationships look like? What would you do with your life if you didn't have so much pain that you had to keep busy from every day? And I want to say that the pain is going to be there, but it's how you move through the pain or it's how you fight the pain or how you keep busy from the pain. So some ways that you can begin to shift from keeping busy and shifting to starting to connect with your emotions. Number one, start to notice when a thought comes or an emotion starts to come up. And you shove it down. You don't have to do anything with it yet. But just start to notice how often you do that and what the thought or emotion is. You might not even notice what the thought is. Sometimes we just know the emotion. Um, we know that we felt sad or we felt angry or felt guilty. But we didn't know that we had a thought before that. So just starting to notice when you have something that feels painful that you don't really quote-unquote want to feel, what do you do with it? Do you shove it down? Do you all of a sudden get busy with something? Do you try to distract yourself with something else? Just start to pay attention to that. Do you do that? Without judgment, notice it. Um, The next thing, start saying no more often. I've said this a million times and I'll continue to say it. Your energy tank is already beyond empty. Grief completely empties your emotional tank, your energy tank, and the capacity you have to give to others. And you may feel like you want to give. You may want to, truly want to. And maybe there's some people who can do this and not feel like it's taking away from their grief or it's not even more exhausting. But for most people, you would, if you're giving and supporting and serving other people like a, even more than you did before. You might not be giving from a place of true service, but more from a place of exhaustion. And like I said, I don't know. You have to look at your own self to know what's true for you. But I would encourage you to be mindful of where you put your energy and start seeing where you can cut back and begin to make more space in your life so you can start to care for yourself and your grief. And the last thing I want to share is getting curious with how you are acting in your life. Notice if you are keeping busy and imagine like taking a step back and watching yourself from above yourself as you go about your day. Watching how when something happens that you immediately have to go clean or when you get worked up, you keep busy in a certain way. Just get curious and start becoming aware of your patterns. You could even write them down if you want. You could start to notice It is really about getting curious, becoming aware, and noticing what you are doing in your life. It's so important to not bring judgment into the picture when you do this. I talk about this often, and it's so, so important. So often when we start to become aware of our actions, our emotions, or our thoughts, it's so easy to start judging ourselves. It's like you hear something, like even when I talk, when I do my podcast, I know how quickly you could easily start to take what I say and start to ask yourself, what's wrong with me? How come I'm so broken? Why can't I do this? Other moms don't think that way. What kind of person does that? But I want you to lead with curiosity and let yourself be open to learning how you are doing things, because not because you need to judge yourself, but because it's from that place when you start noticing what you're actually doing Instead of pretending like, (laughs) so often we pretend that we're not doing it a certain way, but we really are. And it's when you get honest with yourself, that's when you can begin to change things. When you put judgment on it, all you want to do is shove it back under the rug, (laughs) shove it back there and hide it, right? As soon as you start saying, there's something wrong with me, I'm stupid, why am I doing it that way? How come I can't be better? How come I can't be different? You don't even want to look at it. You just want to hide it. But if you can bring it out to the open and get curious, that's when things can begin to change because that's when you can be like, this is how I'm doing it. I notice when I get really sad, I scrub my whole house down. It's because I'm trying to distract myself. Just get curious. And so just ask yourself, Am I somebody who is keeping busy? And if you want to, it would be so awesome. if You can share in the Facebook group what you learned in this episode and what small step you're going to take today to slow down and begin to make time for your emotions, your thoughts, and your grief. As always, I want you to know that I'm holding on to hope for you until you are ready to hold it for yourself. You take care. I'll see you next week. If you have found support, encouragement, and changes on your grief journey from this podcast, I want to invite you to come check out Stop Talking, Start Feeling. It's my mini workshop that takes what I talk about on this podcast and really brings it to a tangible, practical level. It dives into emotions and thoughts and how you can begin to process and move through them. There are also sections on releasing and processing sadness and guilt, which so often come up after your child dies. Join me over at www.stoptalkingstartfeeling.com. that's stoptalkingstartfeeling.com.